You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back to the In the Classroom Professional Development Podcast. Today, I am with Sam Bradley. And I know that you teach some business and office type classes, but I don't know exactly what you teach. So go ahead and tell us what you teach, how long you've been teaching, and how you got into it. Okay, so right now I teach um, I teach a class called Business Office Specialist. We do like all the Microsoft Office um, stuff, Word, PowerPoint, Excel. Um, I teach digital marketing, which goes through content creation, all kind of about how to sell products online in a, in a digital world. Um, and then I teach another class called Digital Business Tech, which is like how to function in a business environment, but on the digital side. So they learn how to use email. They learn how to use um, like a calendar correctly, just kind of all the basics that they need. We yeah. do like a whole interview section, how to find a job, all that good stuff. So when students say things like, I'm not going to use this in my real life after school, these are classes that chances are they probably are going to use. Yeah, definitely. They're all, all the things that I teach are things that I used in my professional career before I decided to teach. They're all things that I'm taking from industry and bringing them to the classroom because I feel like it's valuable and stuff that they need to learn. Yeah. What did you do in industry before teaching? So prior to this, I was like my job right before teaching, I was a recruiting specialist. So my job was to interview people um, and help kind of find the best job for them within a automotive company. Um, so I was placing them in different dealerships and I was also advertising the jobs that we had open. So it was kind of a unique version of marketing because I was advertising job positions and trying to figure out how to get people to apply for our company over yeah. another one. Okay. So coming from the industry, as they say, coming into teaching, is it what you thought it would be? Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's been better than I thought it would be. I'll be honest. So what, coming into this, what you've been teaching a couple of years now? Yeah, I'm on year, this is my second year. And what do you think has been the thing that you've had to change the most? Or what have you realized, wow, that's not what I wanted it to be, or that's what, not what I thought it would be, this is what I've got to do instead? Um, the biggest thing is that students all have their own like will and desire, and they're not all motivated to do work. And sometimes you have to pivot and think of different ways. It's like, I'll teach something and it's like, oh, that didn't work. So let's pivot and try something new and see if that will engage them better or help them understand concepts. Because maybe something that comes easy to me does not necessarily make sense to them. Sure. So that is, uh, for those that are listening, that is the, the focus of talking with Sam, N knowing that this is year two in teaching. Um, it has been brought up that you're very good with knowing what the objectives are, knowing what it is that you want to teach, knowing what the content is that students need to know with business and office and marketing and things, but recognizing when something isn't working, how to change that. Sort of like uh, the conversation we had with Coach Fresquez, almost like on the fly change. When is it that you notice that a student isn't getting it? Usually I, I try to do checks and stuff in class or when even when they turn in assignment and it's like okay half the class missed something specific on this assignment so obviously I didn't teach it correctly so maybe we need to change how the, that was delivered. We need to change the delivery or um, you know I ask a question and we sit in here crickets for a good amount of times like okay they didn't understand that so you know we pivot and reiterate things and it helps usually. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a concept. Do you have an example of a concept where, in your mind, this is pretty straightforward, but maybe it's because of your experience in using technology. They haven't had that experience yet. They don't know what you're talking about. Do you have any examples of? Yeah, um, this is more in like a marketing kind of a example. Um, but I was trying to teach them. There's a concept called segmenting and targeting. So it's defining your ideal like consumer. Mm -hmm. And I taught it one day. 
and I thought we had gone over it well enough and I thought that kids were understanding it and then I went and did some review questions and nobody understood those concepts so I was like oh okay let's let's change how we teach this so we taught it a little bit different brought in some different examples and maybe showed them some more videos and realized after that okay that was a better approach they understood that a little bit better I also you know getting hands-on with the students showing them examples teaching them and then letting them do it tends to work a lot better than just throwing stuff up on the board so teaching them the idea and then giving them an opportunity to practice it. Yeah. It sounds like in the business world where time is money, somehow you have figured out how to make that work with students. It's tricky. I guess it's just a lot of practice. It's a lot of not not taking things as like, oh, that was a complete failure. It's like, let's let's just keep testing this, you know, let's let's see if this works. Um I like to give kids practical Project. So we, you know, we learn a concept and then they do a project with that concept. And then they get the hands-on experience and get to test, like, does this work? How does this work? And the hardest thing for some of them is that there's, you know, there's not really a right or wrong answer. Right. It's like, just kind of figure it out. And some of them hate that. Yeah. But that is the real world. That yeah. is what you experience when you're trying to recruit for a specific position. You know what kind of personality or characteristics a person has for the job. Yeah extroverts or introverts or exactly. whatever the job is. Yeah. And so recognizing, um, have you figured out characteristics for students that way? Like some students don't know this type of idea in business or in marketing. Yeah. I mean, there are some kids that are really like math brained children. They, mm -hmm. they like to have an answer. They like to have the exact process for things. Right. Those students tend to do well in classes where it, I mean, and they could still do well in marketing, but like in marketing in general, there's no like, this is the, you know, there's no right or wrong answer. There's no one formula fits all. There's no magic wand. There's, it's, it's just, let's try it and see what works. You know, let's test it. And if it works, great. If it doesn't, well, we, we know what doesn't work. Yeah. So That's they have a hard time <laughs> picking a specific thing, going with it, hoping yeah. that it works, trying it, when to cut it off and say, this isn't working. Yeah. Try something new. Yeah. I mean, cause I get my, like... People, I had a student say like, oh, I love math because, you know, there's always the right or wrong answer. And it's like, well, this is, you know, a little bit different than that. There's not. Yeah. There's not a right or wrong answer. Sometimes we have to get messy in class and sometimes we have to get messy with our thought process and try to figure it out. Yeah. When students come in, is this a sophomore, junior, senior class or is this an, an age specific class? Um, all my classes, I teach all, all the grades. Okay. So, so it could be a sophomore who's coming in mm -hmm. with not very much high school experience as we know it in Davis County and, and some might be coming in with some job experience yeah, or entrepreneur yeah. experience and they have a job and they have a, a business that they're doing. And yeah, I actually have a couple students, um, that have small little like businesses that they, yeah. that they use. And it's been really cool to watch them apply the concepts to those businesses. They're, they've really blossomed. And I've only heard of that in college where there'll be competitions or classes where a student will come in saying, I've got this power washing gig and they'll apply concepts to it and they'll see growth. So you're seeing that in high school now. Yeah. Um, I have one student that's got a little like jewelry business. They mm -hmm. sell jewelry on Etsy and, um, you know, wants to grow it. So every time we talked about a concept or I said, you know, take this and apply it to a business, I'd be like, you can just apply it to your business. And so then they did. Um, and they recently competed in a Davis Catalyst Center competition yeah. to try to earn some, some funds. So that's cool. All sorts of cool stuff for high school kids. So what made you want to switch from industry to teaching? So 
that's kind of a fun story. Um, my mom is actually a school counselor at North Layton Junior High. So mm-hmm. just, you know, our one of our feeder schools. And um, she just kind of talked about how much she really liked her job. And actually, when I was in high school, my plan was to be an English teacher. That was my, like, dead set. I was going to be the major, like, that was going to be my major. And then I took a college English class, and I was like, oh, don't like English. I like reading. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. And so it took me a while to, like, figure out what I wanted to do. And then I found marketing, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is everything that I love about school. It's got, you know, science concepts where you're experimenting with things, but it's got communication concepts where you're looking at people and psychology and all of the things. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And I just, I kind of felt stuck in my last job. Just, I wasn't going the direction that I wanted to go. I wasn't in the place that I wanted to be at. And I felt like teaching kind of provided me with a little bit more freedom and flexibility. And I've always really liked the age of high school kids. I think they're fun. Yeah, They make me laugh. But so I just decided to see what I could do. And and literally the week after I decided to teach, I met Jay Welk, who was over, who was over CTE. Um, and just kind of mentioned him like I was going to start applying for college to be a teacher. And he was like, oh, well, why do that? You can just come straight from industry. So he gave me his card and I started looking at jobs and the rest is kind of history. That's cool. So is there a particular type of student that thrives in the classroom? I mean, we talked about math brain type students. I'm I'm guessing that because of the, the thought processes and work ethic that anybody could be successful in any class. Yeah. Yeah, basically, basically in my classes, anyone has the ability to be successful. What I try to focus on is the ability to critical think. Um, that's what I'm trying to get the students to grow with. You know, even even if they're not going to go get a business degree, let's let's get your critical thinking skills better. Any student has the ability to succeed in my class, but the ones that do the best are the ones that you know come with the ability to critical think. They can take the concepts and you know kind of apply them to what's going on. Um, but that's that's kind of a, a big deal in my class. Yeah. So you've mentioned students who have businesses. Do you have any examples or success stories where a student comes in thinking that they were just taking an elective class, didn't really know what it was about, and blew away all expectations? Like I said, my student with the Etsy shop has done really well. Um, Took my marketing class this most recent semester, and then we'll be taking digital marketing um, the upcoming semester, so being able to just kind of apply it there. But I had another student who took this class, who took digital marketing, just kind of thinking that it was just an extra class. And, you know, after learning some of the concepts and I had a guest speaker come in and this student realized like, hey, maybe this is a career path for me. You know, maybe I don't have to just follow this path that I've always thought I was going to. Maybe this is something that I can do, which was kind of a cool thing to hear from a student. Like, yeah. oh, look, I opened up they were listening. Some opportunities for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were listening and then realized what their interests were could match. Yeah. And that yeah. there's possibility there. Yeah. With all the unknowns that still exist, we, exactly. right? We, we still right. don't know what's... That's really cool. What kind of student were you in the class in high school and junior high? I was pretty much average. Yeah. Like I was... I, I'm the type of student that if I went back to talk to my teachers, they wouldn't know who I was. Yeah. They wouldn't remember me. I didn't go above and beyond to try to get like all A's. I was I was happy with A's and B's. Yeah. I was happy just with like, hey, you know what? I, I got a B in math. I tried my best. I was, I was just average. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Awesome. With the year and a half that you have with teaching and... I think that it's a power, a strength to be able to see it not working. And sometimes when we've been teaching for a while, it's difficult to think, well, this isn't just, it's not that it's not working. It's the kids are different. Is there anything that you've noticed in talking with teachers who have been around a while 
that you maybe you wish you could say, hey, why don't we try this instead? Whether that's a teacher in department or a teacher across the hall, is there anything that you thought I could help, but didn't <laughs> didn't know how to start that? I just feel like something that we can just a way to think about how it is is it's like, you know, we we only can grow if we're uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, the the classroom is the students maybe they are different, but that's because the world is is different. You know, it's different from when I was in high school and it's it it needs to adapt to that. Sure. I mean, it kind of comes back to like my whole business background like you know, the market changes, the, the temperature changes, you have to adjust and adapt. And we kind of have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and it's going to take a lot of extra work. Like it's not just going to be easy doing the same thing that we've done over and over and it, it gets us out of our comfort zone a little bit. And then we also have to be comfortable with the idea of failure. Like failure is not always a bad thing. It's feedback for us, you know. Oh, teaching it this way didn't work. So that doesn't mean that I'm a bad teacher. It just means maybe this way didn't work. Let's just adapt and try something new. How do students respond to that? If you recognize mid-lesson, mid-project, this isn't working, and you tell the kids that, what does that look like? So usually I'll tell the students, um, especially this most recent year where I'm teaching some new subjects, I was like, I told them, like, okay, you guys are like my guinea pigs this year. I'm like, this is going to get a little messy. We're going to do things and make this work for you guys. And the students generally respond okay to that because I'm admitting to them, like, I'm human. You know, this isn't working for any of us. Let's make it work better. And they've generally responded really well. They recognize that you do have expertise. Yeah. That you do know what you're talking about, but that the project assignment or direction might not be quite right. Yeah. And it, it generally has worked out really well where, you know, we kind of... I've even brainstormed with my students a couple yeah. of times, like, hey, this isn't obvious. Obviously, this route is not going well. What would make it better for you guys? And we kind of adjust, and it ends up being better for all of us. That can be a little bit scary if yeah. you've got a set assignment or project or worksheet or something that you know works, and then daring to ask students what they think. It can be risky. <laughs> sometimes they get really good feedback. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, what are we doing today? Yeah, I get that. Are we doing work today? <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> well, Sam, it has been great talking with you today. I hope that uh, whether you've been teaching, whoever's listening, whether you've been teaching for a couple of years, 15 or 20, or maybe you're close to being finished, recognizing that I think it is important to be flexible and to real- realize that as times change, sometimes we need to change what we're doing. Any last thoughts? I just, I, I think that teaching is a great career. I've loved it. And, you know, just got to be flexible with what we do. Cool. Thanks, Sam. Thanks.